Remember, remember. Few dates capture the British public's imagination more than the 5th of November. But behind the bright lights, banging, popping and sparkling of a chilly dark bonfire night is one of the most significant moments in British and world history. The 5th of November 1605 was supposed to be the culmination of what is now known as the Gunpowder Plot. The effigy of Guy Fawkes is still burned more than four centuries on. But though Fawkes was the one caught red-handed, he was just one of a group of conspirators who had plotted to blow up the Houses of Parliament and kill King James I, his Queen and his eldest son. But why? To understand that fateful date, we have to go all the way back to the reign of King Henry VIII and the Reformation, which saw the Church of England break away from the authority of the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church. What followed was a period of bitter turmoil as Catholics came under the wrath of the reign of Henry's son, Edward VI, who had been raised as a Protestant, only for the king to die young and be replaced by Mary I, a devout Catholic who earned her nickname Bloody Mary by slaughtering Protestants. Mary's successor and King James I's predecessor was Queen Elizabeth I, who sought to ease these tensions by agreeing a religious settlement in 1559. The settlement made Elizabeth the supreme governor of the Church of England and Protestantism England's official faith, but some Catholic traditions were retained. Catholics who wished to attend services were still subjected to hefty fines, while anyone who was found to have persuaded someone to convert to Catholicism was guilty of treason and could be sentenced to death. While the settlement was accepted by most, at both extremes were unhappy Catholics and Protestants. Some devout Catholics felt betrayed by Elizabeth after enjoying religious freedoms under her elder sister. Meanwhile, Puritans, extreme Protestants, felt the Queen was being too lenient towards Catholics. As a result, Elizabeth faced many threats from both sides during her 44-year reign, domestically and abroad. When Queen Elizabeth died in 1603 and King James I emerged as her heir, England's Catholics held out hope that things were about to swing in their direction once again. As the son of the Catholic Mary Queen of Scots, James was seen by some Catholics as a great hope for reform. In fact, under the close counsel of his chief minister Robert Cecil, who he inherited from Queen Elizabeth, the King did no such thing in the early years of his reign. In the face of continued oppression and with their hopes of a foreign invasion shattered by the signing of a peace treaty with Spain in 1604, a group of extremist Catholics began the plot to kill the King to allow the Catholics to take back control. Though Guy Fawkes is the best-known conspirator, their leader was Robert Catesby from a prominent family of Catholic recusants who refused to give up their faith. Catesby began to assemble a group of trusted conspirators and the plot was in motion. In March of 1605, a cellar vault directly underneath the House of Lords was hired by Thomas Percy, another of the conspirators, and 36 barrels of gunpowder were secretly brought in and concealed. The plan was simple. Wait until the state opening of Parliament on the 5th of November, light the gunpowder, kill the King and lead a Catholic takeover. But there was a snag. Among the peers who would be caught in the crossfire were many Roman Catholics, many of whom were connected in some personal way to the plotters. Catesby insisted no one could be warned as it would risk foiling the plot. But someone had other ideas. 
On the 26th of October, Lord Monteagle, who had ties to the conspirators, received an anonymous letter tipping him off about a terrible blow that would be dealt to Parliament. The author of the letter has never been proven, but many believe it to be Francis Tresham, a conspirator who had second thoughts on realising Catholics would be caught in the crossfire. The letter was presented to Robert Cecil, who demanded the cellar beneath the House of Lords be searched, but not until just before the opening of Parliament, so the conspirators would be caught red-handed. On the 4th of November, an order was given by the King to search the cellar. Guy Fawkes opened the door, and after a short search, the gunpowder was discovered. The plot was foiled. Under torture, Fawkes revealed the names of his co-conspirators. Having fled to Holbeach House in Staffordshire on hearing the plot had been discovered, they were confronted by the Sheriff of Worcestershire and his men. A gunfight broke out and four of the conspirators, including Catesby, were killed. Two others were taken prisoner along with the other men involved in the plot. All were executed, apart from Tresham, who died in the Tower of London. While Catesby and his men may have seen themselves as martyrs, in the end, the discovery of their plot injured the cause for Catholics greatly. Laws against Catholics became more severe, and the advances toward religious toleration, which had happened during Elizabeth's reign, were halted violently. In January 1606, Parliament established the 5th of November as a day of public thanksgiving. And more than 400 years on, the explosions that were ultimately avoided that fateful day are still heard ringing out alongside the ceremonial burning of the guy to remember a plot that so nearly changed the course of history forever.